0: God. How about that? Well, I got to tell you a little story about that song. Um, This week, you know, with everything going on, I got to listening to the devil. And about by Thursday night, I was just kind of getting discouraged. And when I get discouraged, you know, I'm not going to quit serving Jesus. I just... You know, kind of start backing up and start getting that crazy look in my eye and start, you know, getting into the corner and start checking how many clips loaded I've got and stuff like that, you know. And I just, just, just getting kind of crazy and just, uh, just getting grippy. And then by Friday morning, I was, uh, I didn't have a lot of good word coming out of my mouth, you know. And, uh, so, uh, I was praying, of course, and Lord, you know, you got to show me something, you got to do something here. And, and uh, my buddy back there, Jake, sent me this video, and he sent the video, and, and I didn't look at it because I thought, ah, it's going to be another video of some yahoo stealing and lying and doing something. I ain't going to look at that. I'm already discouraged enough. And then I felt the Holy Ghost said, you need to watch that video. And so then I turned on, this is the song. And man, I sort of then got me right out of my dumps, got me back on top, got me standing up, jumping up and down, saying, hey, yeah. 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 Amen. So I wanted to play that for you. Uh, because this morning I, I, I just titled the message "Choking on the Blood." I thought maybe we'll see how many hits we get off of that. <clears throat> it's really funny. I can t- I can I can put a title up for a message that goes over the you know the broadcast, and if I put you know "Jesus Loves You," I get not much, you know, or uh, the sweetness of the Holy Spirit abounds, you know, I get nothing. I write put something like "Choking the Blood," man, I get hits. All everybody said, "What's this guy saying here?" You know, just people coming in there. So you kind of got to do a little bit of advertising here. So, but I, I'm I'm here today because you know, if I wasn't preaching good, I, I I wouldn't be getting any pushback. And whenever I get a little bit of pushback, well then it makes me know that I must be doing something right. You know, and it's just been like an onslaught of demonic attack uh, from my wife and I here lately. Not that things are like breaking down or going like that, but just just the pressure and thoughts, and i I be honest with you with everything going on in our country, because i 'm a great patriot and I love America, and I love Texas, and I love what it stands for, and I, I love history and I love to see what we what god 's hand has moved, and i've studied history uh, my whole life and uh, and then I feel like I've, I feel like I've lost a child with what's going on in America right now, and the craziness of things going on and so I just let the grief kind of get to me rather than than, than having, you know, my, my, my head on straight. And so what I'm going to try to do this morning with the grace of the Holy Spirit upon me, I'm going to, I'm going to preach to you and stir you and and uh, try to help some of the maybe veil be taken back from your eyes. Uh, I've had people say, well, you know, preachers preachers really shouldn't be involved in politics. I'm not involved in politics. Hear me right now. I'm not, I've am not. i told you all this from the very beginning. I'm not, for, I'm not for the Republicans. I'm not for the Democrats. I'm for God. I am for the kingdom of God on the face of this earth. Amen? And this battle that's going on right now is not about politics. It's, not about, it's, about, the, it's about demonic, and it's about God. That's what it is, folks, and we've got to wake up and see it. And so basically, I'm here today to make you mad at hell. Notice I changed that. That was my wife right there. I'm here today to stir you up, to to get you to stand up and say enough is enough, to get you to start shouting that the blood of Jesus is what needs to be. Amen? Amen. Hebrews 12, 24 says the blood of Jesus speaks. The blood speaks. The blood of Jesus speaks. It speaks that it went to the cross, that he died on the cross, that he paid a price for all the sins of the world so that people could come unto him and be made righteous by his blood. Yeah, let the devil choke on that for a while. OK, well, we need to get to become radical Christians. And I, I see it like this. I see it that we're like on an airplane and we're flying in the air. Then all of a sudden it just makes a horrible, drastic descent. It's just it's just shooting towards the, to the, the ground. And some people are saying, Woo, I like the roller coaster ride. Woo. And others are saying, boy, you think we're doing this? This is right. Do you think we should be doing this? And others are saying, ah, I, we're going to get to the ground quicker. We're going to get to land quicker. And I'm standing up saying, we're crashing. We're being taken over by terrorists and the plane is going down. Do you not see? That's what I'm doing. And it's my job as a pastor to alert you when evil is, uh, is, is abounding. It's my job as a pastor to get, and to get everybody to look and say, no, 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 don't go down that path because that path is going to get you in trouble. That's my job. And so that's what I plan on doing today. If if, if, uh, we don't, if you don't like it, well, you know, you always have the opportunity to turn me off, but if I was you, I wouldn't because I'm preaching truth today. So I want you to go to 1 Samuel chapter 30 is where I want to start this morning. So get your Bibles out and go to 1 Samuel 30. 1 Samuel 30. It's the story of David when he was coming to power and and had his guys with him and God was working out the the kingdom. And I'm going to start reading in verse 1. It says, Now not happened that when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south, And Ziklag was attacked and Ziklag burned it with fire. And they had taken captive the women and those who uh, were from small to great. And they did not kill everyone, but they carried them away and went their way. So here's David. He's going out and he's doing what God told him to do. But why he's away from home, because Ziklag was their encampment where they were staying. And it was a walled city. It was secure. It should have been good. It should have been okay. But these Amalekites came up and took the city and they took everything David had. So David's out doing God's work and he comes home and everything that he's got has gone. Devastating. So it says, so when David and his men came to the city that there was, they saw it burn with fire, their wives and the sons and the daughters had been taken captive. And then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and they wept until they had no more power to weep. Now that's a lot of weeping, Right? Now, this is where we're at. Listen to me, church. I'm going to show you this. And like I said, man, I'm, I'm trying to stir you up this morning. So right there in what David was seeing, it looked like he lost everything, right? The picture that the enemy was portraying in front of David, which was not just a thought, not just a theory. He was looking at the burned city. He was looking at it all gone. And he's sitting there thinking it's all lost. And listen to me today. The enemy wants you to think today is all lost. You have to understand something. Have you ever been tempted? Okay, let me let me, let me get this in. Let me get this in a good pre, uh, preface here. Okay, uh, you're going on a diet. You want to lose weight, and the devil tempts you to go eat ice cream. Has that ever happened to anybody? Hey, Amen. Can I have a, a little? I was talking to the right crowd. And then after you go and you. You give in to the temptation and you eat the ice cream. Has the devil then ever come and comforted you and say, well, it's going to be okay? Has that ever happened? Does he immediately not say, I knew you couldn't do it. You're a fat pig. You're no good. You've got no self-control. Does he not do that, right? That's the tactic of the enemy. His job is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He is a liar and the father of lies. In other words, lying originated with him. Now, listen to what I'm saying. The devil's not going to comfort you. The devil's not going to. He wants to destroy you and he doesn't care if he uses someone else to destroy you. The person he uses to destroy you, he's not going to give that person any comfort. Way to go. I knew you could do it. He's not going to give him a bit of encouragement either. He's going to destroy him too. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's his job. He will not comfort anybody. He will not bless anybody. He will not help anybody. The devil wants to kill, steal, and destroy out of the mouth of Jesus, is what he said. That's not Robert making it up. If it's demonic or demonic in nature, it's only only thing it can do is steal from you. Do you hear me? Hear what I'm saying. Y'all got this. The devil is never going to bring you good. So you can't lie and have it bring good to you. Right. You can't steal. Oh, oh, this guy had a million dollars over there and I stole his million dollars. And now I'm wealthy. It's going to kill you. It'll never you'll never get it. You can't lie. Cheat. You can't cheat. And then you get good from it. See, that's the principle of the devil. You've got to just hear this this morning. It's so simple. You can't do anything demonic, demonic in nature, right? And it's going to prosper you. Can I have an amen? Amen. I mean, y'all looking kind of solemn. I don't know if I just shocked you with that or what. I mean, but it's just, uh, it's the truth, right? So then how can you steal an election and it prosper? Hey, if you're going to lie and cheat to win an election, what are, what are you going to do for me? Do you hear what I'm saying? I mean, look. just forget about politics. Forget about this, that, and the other. I'm just saying, demonically speaking, into that situation, looking at it at the demonic behind it. If you're going to lie and cheat to win, how could it be prosperous? For then the masses, oh, we did this for y'all. We're justified in our actions because we're trying to do this for y'all. We just now are going to heal the nation. See, this isn't a conspiracy theory, church. This is not some conspiracy theory. This is not some back, you know, like some kooky, whatever, bunch of crazy people. This has happened. It's not going to happen. It has happened. Now, I look, and see, this is, how, this is what gets me. Listen to me, folks, you got to understand something. If I wasn't pastor, if it was just me, and I was just living with my wife and my family, you know, and I wasn't caring about all of y'all too, and about your finances, and about your family, and about your children and your grandchildren, and I see these babies are out here this morning thinking about what kind of America they're going to be raised up in, and knowing that I got a whole lot more family than y'all do, because I got all of y'all. And I'm worried about all of y'all and your, your retirement funds and your businesses and your your, your grandchildren and your children and, the, and, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm thinking about all of this. And I start getting mad because I realize there's nothing that can prosper because through thievery and lying, it's only demonic in nature and it cannot produce any fruit. So therefore... This is not about who won or didn't win. It's about if America doesn't rise up right now and we the people don't rise up right now, then we will never, ever have another free election in this country. There is a travesty going on here. And I see people sitting there on their hands doing nothing. I see people sitting around saying, "Yeah, yeah this good. well, you know, I mean, you know, let the Democrats have one, and then you know, the, we still got the House, and the you know, and then we'll get the Senate, and then you know, and we'll." No, it's thievery. This isn't anything to do about the election. It has to do about them stealing the election. You can't do that. Oh, but now they try to do something, and they try to find a judge that will do it. And he's like, "Well, I don't know. I can't listen to this." What's going on with our nation? That we don't have righteous people that will stand up and say right is right and wrong is wrong. So David comes back and he finds his city burning and they're weeping and they're crying and they don't know what to do. And it says that, that David and the people with him, they lift up their voices so much that they were ready to stone David. They say it's all his fault. They're all going around pointing the finger at President Trump saying, oh, it's all his fault. President Trump didn't cause you to lie and steal. What? This is your own nature and your own heart giving place to the enemy. Folks, we need to be mad at what hell has done here. Because they're trying to steal the republic. And heaven help us what comes afters. So the people now, they're thinking of stoning David. It's all his fault. So it says, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, please bring the ephi to me. And so they brought it. And David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I pursue this troop and overtake them? And the answer, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them without they'll recover all. Now listen to me. You cannot move unless you have a word from the Lord. But if you have a word from the Lord, oh man, nothing will stop you, right? Well, I got to tell you all something here in a minute. I'm going to show you some of the words of the Lord for us, but I don't need a new word from the Lord. I already have a lot of his word right here. And he says, right's right. Wrong's wrong. My God says, you're either going to walk in the fruit of the spirit. You're going to walk in the fruit of the flesh. My word says that God is a God of righteousness, that he's, he's a righteous God, not an unrighteous God. And he says to resist evil. But there's a lot of people who don't want to resist evil. They're like, oh, well, you know, it's just, you know it's, just a, it's just an election cycle. And in four years, you know, President Trump, he can run again. And let's go ahead. You no, know, bull. Bull. Wrong is wrong, man. For I tell you, you cannot lie and steal and get away with it because it's, it's unrighteous fruit. And nothing good can come of it. Well, pastor, you know, sometimes you just have to go, Bull, folks, listen, wake up. We, the people, have to wake up. So David, he stops. He says, wait, okay, we're going to go for it. They just got through weeping so much they didn't have any more power to weep. David gets over there, does what all the good people from Texas ought to do, pulls his bootstraps on, laces them up really tight. We're going to battle, boys. That's what he said, because he had the word of the Lord. But we the people, man, I don't know if you folks, if y'all remember, maybe you haven't read the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence very you know, recently. Maybe the last time you read it, you were in elementary school, shame on you. I carry a pocket Constitution with me most all the time, sitting at my house. Matter of fact, I freaked out last night, couldn't find it. I said, what have I done with it? And I it got stuck right there beside the coffee table and I just couldn't see it, but I panicked. But if you go look at this nation that we live in, the reason why we have prospered so much is because men and women would lay their lives down to fight for this nation, to be a nation that we, the people governed, not the government governed. We were supposed to elect officials to govern. And we said before, well, you know, there's these crazy places and they just keep electing these crazy people. Well, folks, we can do something about that, but we haven't done it because you know why? Don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you the truth. Because most of us are good, honest, hardworking, complacent people that will stand the stress of the evil and the things that go on because we're doing business and we're working and we complain about <clears throat> taxation and we complain about, you know, the way this is going. But we really don't stop to do it because we are the back that America is being carried on that we're the working class. That's right. And we usually don't do anything until we make us mad. And I'm saying right now, folks, it's time to get mad. It is time to get spit-biting mad. It is time right now to stand up and to go to war. Now, listen to me. I got three things here I'm going to give you. The first thing that we're going to go to war against is the principalities and powers behind this mess. I have told you that it says in the last days, out of Second out of Timothy, First Timothy and Second Timothy, both those chapters 2 and 4, that in the last days it says deceiving spirits are going to come upon the face of the earth, okay? Doctrines of demons are going to be there, okay? So there's a demonic, the devil is behind this. You've got to understand, listen to me, open your eyes. This is not about Biden and Harris. It's about the demonic forces behind them getting somebody to agree with what's going on. It's about the, 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 the behind Facebook, behind uh, uh, YouTube, behind censoring what we say. They're not having free speech, taking away the First Amendment that we can't say anything and have no platform to do it. Folks, listen to me. You just don't turn the president off because you don't agree with him when he's going off on Fox News. You just don't say, oh, well, we're not going to listen to him. I got so, this is one of the things that sent me down the bad rabbit hole. I saw this reporter, Fox News, listen to me. I want st- to tell you all this morning. This is why I told it the first of this broadcast I may get cut off. All right. But I want to tell you something. Fox News has gone to the dark side. Forget it. You, you can't believe anything they say. All right? You can't. They used to be, but they're not anymore. I'm sorry. They've gone to the dark side. I saw this young 24, 25 year old person, which I'm not, I'm not picking on a 24, or 25 year old person, but I'm saying they were a reporter doing this. And after the president had come up with everything that was going on, that he basically stood up there, dismissed everything that he said. He doesn't have any time. He doesn't really know he's There's really no justice for this. You know, and I thought, who are you? If I could have reached through there and just slapped her, I would have. I'm not inclined to hit a woman, but I think she needed to be slapped. It was just wrong. You know, it was just wrong. And, and and so we're not getting any of the news. So any of the news you do get to, it's all state propaganda. It really is. We used to say oh, it's fake news, but now it's worse than that. it's it's political propaganda. It is a propaganda machine. It's all coming out. It's all there. It's all evident. Everything that's been done. That if you don't say what's right, then Facebook shut you off. If you don't say what's right, they cut you off. Folks, that is not America. That is not the Constitution that we our our ancestors have bled and died for to bring up and put up and say uh, uh, their blood was shed so that we could have the First Amendment and say we could have free speech. I don't like it when all the you know the idiots get out there and say stupid things, but. Man, but they're going to cut us off, that ain't right. This morning, just because of this message and the content of the message I'm preaching here, I'm taking a chance that they're going to cut me off, but I don't care because I have a backup. So the first thing we have to do is fight behind this demonic force behind it. Are you hearing me? There's a demonic force behind it. These are puppets. Let me tell you what, the devil will use Joe Biden and then he will destroy him. Because he's the devil, and that's what he does. He kills, steals, and he's not going to. What happened to Hitler? Ended up in a bunker hiding. What happened to Saddam Hussein? In a hole. I mean, have you ever seen this man was, was, Saddam Hussein was just doing all kinds of, you know, missiles shooting out all over the place. He was the big bad dog. And then they drag him out of a hole. And he's in his pajamas. Hair all messed up, hiding in a hole. Wow. Went from his gold pastel to a hole in the ground. You think the devil cares about any of that? The devil doesn't care about those people. He doesn't care about the gay agenda. Hear what I'm saying? The devil doesn't care about that. You've got to understand that the devil doesn't care about that. He just wants to use that if he can help destroy people. That's all he's about. And if he can get certain people stirred up over that, then he'll just use them and then kill them. That's all he cares about. Killing, stealing, destroying. Do you think the devil cares about poor minority people? No, he doesn't care about them. He wants them to suffer. He hates humanity. He is not going to do anything. And then when, just, just think about this. If the guy is lying and cheating to get in office, do you think he's going to keep his promises to give you anything? How could he? Because it's all in demonic. It's all a demonic influence. It just keeps going. Are y'all listening to me here now? I'm not bashing political parties. I'm saying what's behind all of this mess. So the first thing we have to do, just like David, and he got up and pulled his boots on. He said he's going to go to fight. The first thing we have to do is fight in the spirit. You're a Christian. You're born again. You're washed in the blood of Jesus. You have been born again. Your name is written in the courts of heaven. You are and have authority here on this earth to speak and to bind and to loose principalities and powers on this earth. Amen. Now, some of you say, Well, I don't know, you know, I don't know how about all that stuff. I don't know, you know, oh, I don't, you know, I don't. Well, listen to me. Let's just look at this with the children of Israel cried out, and God heard their prayer and delivered them from Pharaoh. Now, I want to just, I'm not trying this, and if you're a great prayer warrior, keep at it. But listen to me. They didn't say, listen, uh, that we all got together and had a prayer meeting and bound the principality that was behind uh, Pharaoh. We understand that he was the dog-faced sphinx uh, spirit of, you know, whatever, and we called him down and finally bound him. No, they just cried out to God and said, God, we believe in you. We believe you can deliver us. And what I'm asking you to do, and I want to get to this at the end of the prayer because I got to get on, but at the end of this message, I want to give you three prayers. But I want to ask you that in this days ahead for three times a day, three times a day, three times a day, you eat three times a day, or some of us more, you eat three times a day, and at three times a day, would you stop and pray? And would you simply call out on God and say, God, heal our land? I don't care how you pray it. I don't care what you say. God, I plead the blood of Jesus over America. God, I, I ask you to bless President Trump and bless, you know, put your hand on us. I don't, I don't, it, it, I'm leaving it up to you, but three times a day, say something. Amen. The second thing we're going to have to do is we're going to, have to stand in the face of adversity. And what I mean is there's going to be people say, oh, y'all Christians, you just got it all out of property. Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm standing here. No, you're not going to do it. You're not going to steal the elections. No. I don't know how we can serve a president who stole the election. I don't know how we're going to do it. I can't. I cannot stomach it. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to go, but I can't do it. And then the third thing is, okay, if need be, we're going to have to go to war. That's scary. But I'm telling you, I believe it. I said it. It's out there. Go to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. This demonic force thinks they can win because they have money, influence, and an evil heart. But Satan is not in charge of the spiritual realm. I don't care if we have to pray and ask God to send Michael down here to do a whoop on his head. Something's got to happen. It's time for the devil to start choking on the blood of Jesus. And I want to tell you something. We're good people, and we don't want to fight. We're good people, and we're smart people. Like I said, we're hardworking people, and we've been carrying the backs. Uh, America on our backs for a long time and we don't want to fight. And we don't want to burn down somebody else's store. If you do, you need to pray about that. If you just want to go loot and burn somebody's store, you're on the wrong team. I don't want to burn somebody else. I don't want to burn some businessman's store down who's been working hard to make ends meet. That's not that's not godly. That's not anything right. I don't want to burn that down. Right. That's not us. That's not who we are. Like I said, I don't want—I don't believe in, in 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 hitting women, but there's a few of them that are out there that look like. I mean, Lord have mercy. There's, I've seen some videos of women cuss worse than I've—they cuss in ways I didn't even know you could cuss. I'm like, there's something man. At least you need to shove a bar of soap in their mouth. Ridiculous. But but my point is my point is is that. They're not in charge of the spiritual realm. We are. But Christians have been sitting around just kind of like waiting and playing lay me down to sleep prayers. And we need to stand up and say no, just like that song said, no, you're not going to tread on me. The reason why I also love that song is because, you know, that means a lot to us Texans treading on me. And I don't want to have to pull this American flag down and put a don't tread on me flag up there. But I'm not far away from it. Because somebody better stand up and start listening, and we better start pulling some principalities down, and some devils better start getting some heads rattling, start choking on the blood that we're shoving down their throat every day, stand up and say, no, 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 the blood of Jesus speaks, he bought and paid for our freedom, and we're going to walk in it. Do y'all realize that this is the anniversary, the 400-year anniversary of the Mayflower landing here, who established this country on the basis of a, a place where people could come to freely worship God? And 400 years later now, it's been one to take from us. Folks, I'm just telling you, listen to me. If you have friends, you have people that are thinking, no, it's going to be okay. This will, it's just a progressive move. It's anything. Listen, you better start grabbing them. You better start shaking them right now. And you better start getting them to wake up because I'm going to tell you something. It is not going to go that way. It is not going to be about freedom. It's going to be about the clenched holes around our throats. And you're the ones that are going to be coming after. Why do they, don't, why do they want God out of everything? Why do they want God out of everything? Because He convicts them of what they're doing wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a Christian. You you offend me. You need to go off. You just don't understand how fast this is going to spiral out of control. This is not just going to be a little bit of a heated debate. Oh, we're going to write our congressmen. We're going to do that, and then you know, in four years, we'll see if we can get another uh, Republican or, or, or a godly person in there. Listen again. I don't care if they're Democrats or Republicans. I mean, I can't agree with their platform, but it's not about politics. It's about p- the person. And are they going to stand for God and the things of God and keep this, this country great? A lot of people don't like President Trump. They say, oh, he tweets these horrible things. He spoke ugly. He did all this kind of stuff. Listen to me. He ain't nothing. He's going to look like the gentlest, little, nicest pussycat that ever crawled in your arms and purred and rubbed your neck compared to what's coming down the road. I want to tell you something, man. My hat's off to President Trump. I want to tell you why. Because if I was a billionaire, do you think I'd want to wake up every morning with that hassle? How do you want the, all the media? Because it's not all, you know, I want to tell you that the, the, the statistics are there. President Trump won the election by overwhelming majority of votes. He won, he won the, 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 the minority vote. He won by over 70% of the popular vote. And it didn't get counted, folks. It didn't, it didn't come out. But I'm telling you, he won in a landslide. So he doesn't have as many people that are against him out here, us people, than the media. But for four years, this man has taken nothing but harassment. Four years, his family has been harassed. Talk about his wife. Talk about his son. Just, just, just act ugly and horrible to him when he was a billionaire, and he could have been just laid back, kicked back somewhere, enjoying life. But he fought for America because he loves this country. And we need to repent for not praying enough for him and need to start right now praying more than we've ever prayed before in these last few days. At least we'll come in at the end. That's right. And I'm not saying it's over with. Oh, I'm getting to the good part. <laughs> Ephesians chapter six, verse 10 says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. It's the wiles of the devil we're standing against, folks. And we stand against the wiles of the devil. For we don't against, wrestle against flesh and blood, principi- but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. That's who we're warring against. And let me tell you what the devil deserves no mercy. Demons and principalities deserve no mercy. People deserve mercy, but devils deserve no mercy. And if one of you could just see how powerful you are to just stand up in your house and say, God, I love you. I praise you. You mean everything to me. I worship you. You are God Almighty, and I know it. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke every devil and principality and power. You have to stop and submit to the blood of Jesus. You don't understand how much power that is to just bust things out. Well, it's just a little me. Little OU's got a lot of power if you just use it. Okay. And then he goes through, and I don't want to get into that. Take up the whole armor of God, go read it about putting on the blessed spirit of truth and all that. But we have to understand God's way of doing battle. Now, listen to me. We got to understand God's way of doing battle. He never wants man to get the glory. How about Gideon? Gideon's going to go out. He gathers up an army. God says, eh, you got too many. You know, get them, weed them down. Those that drink out of the hand, those that lap like a dog, get the dog lappers out of here. Let me have the other ones. You with me? He keeps weeding them down because he doesn't, listen to me. I am believing right now with all of my heart that God is about to do something magnificent on the face of the earth. I believe that God is going to burst forth on the scene, but he wants it to be him. And I believe with all of my heart, that President Trump is still going to be the president after this is over with. Because the AP news does not call presidential elections. That's right. That's right. Idiots. <laughs> Knuckleheads. Think that we're just going to say, oh, okay, he's the president. <laughs> that is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, it looks like- you don't know nothing. You've been lying forever. And why are we going to take anything you got to say? So look back at 1 Samuel 30, verse 10. So Daniel, I mean Daniel, David, he pursues, he and his 400 men, for 200 stayed behind who got so weary they couldn't cross the, 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 the river. So, so 200 of them, he only had six, 200 said, we're tired, we can't go on. So David said, okay, still we're on this side of the river. So now he's got 400 chasing the Amalekites. He's going down, he's catching them. Find this Egyptian. I don't want to read all the details, so I'm just going to tell you. Finds this Egyptian out there all starving. He gives him some food and water. He says, who was he? founds out he's with part of the camp. He said, listen, we won't kill you if you tell us where they are. And he said, man, they're over there. So then verse 17, it says, and David attacked them from twilight till evening the next day. Not a man of them escaped, except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had and carried it away, and David rescues his two wives, and nothing of theirs was lacking, neither small or great, sons or daughters, spoiled or anything which they had taken from them. And David recovered all. Then David took all the flocks, the herds that had and had driven before those other livestock, and says, "This is David's spoil." So in other words, now David goes in, he attacks them, he de- he defeats the army, he he de- and then has their spoil. He gets all of his back plus. That's my God who goes in with a lesser army. You go up against it. You're just trying to get back what you got. But God's going to do exceedingly abundant beyond you can even think or ask. I'm believing for great advancement. <laughs> Not just we win the election, but we have great advancement and God moves. And the sound waves across the U.S. And all those godly people that are out there, they're godly people. There's, folks, there's 72 million godly people in this nation. At least that many because they voted. And they're going to rise up and they're going to say, no, we're serving the God of Abraham and Isaac and of Jacob. We're going to serve Jesus Christ for he is Lord. And we're going to see a great revival. Oh, come on. Don't even get me started there. Don't even get me started there. So anyway, he said. They go through and I just just for time's sake here. Oh, I'm running out of time. Okay, just for time's sake here. So so they get the spoil back. The, there were some some sorry dogs in David's group of 400 that went over there, and they said, when they got back to the 200 that didn't go, he said, well, let's don't give them anything. They didn't even go with us. And David said, no, it's not what's going to happen. We're going to give it. We're sharing equal all the way across here. We're going to bless them. And it became an ordinance in Israel to be a blessing. Are you with me? I'm believing God for more because, you see, the devil wants me to think the end has come. So I got to play in his game and said, you know, if you want me to think that, then it must be really good the other way, because this is what you're wanting me to think. And I know this is you talking to me, so (laughs) you're an idiot. I found out what you're going to do. Okay. So I want to give you three things, three prayers these are simple prayers. <clears throat> well, I say simple prayers, simple to find. All out of the book of Psalms, because David was inspirational, easy to pray. Us. Psalms 3 is where we're going to start. I'm going to lay three, Psalms 3, Psalms 4, and Psalms 9 before you. And you can look at them, you can read them, you can make up your own prayers or whatever. But we're going to spend the last few minutes here of this service, I'm going to go through this thing, I want to read them to you, and we're going to pray them. Because we're going to start with the first thing that we've got to do is pull down the principalities and powers. We're going to start as Living Waters Church as a body, pulling down principalities and powers. Okay? And then you are going to three times a day, either you can use these prayers and something out of them, and you can use it, you can just stand up and give God glory. I do not, I'm not telling you what to do, I want you to be followed by the Holy Ghost, but I'm just telling you, do something. Even if it's standing up and saying, God, you are great, you're going to get them. Get them, God. I'll take that prayer. All right? Psalms three one says, Lord, how have they increased to trouble me? Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him and God. You see, folks, the devil is trying to get the good Christian American people to be in this place to where we're like, oh, man, I got to go fight again. But the truth of the matter is, but you, oh God, are a shield for me. So God, be a shield for America. Rise up and be a shield for America, Lord God, for what the enemy wants. And my glory and the one who lifts up my head. Lord, I pray that people's heads are be lifted up to you, looking to God in the sky. And I cried to the Lord with my voice. And he heard me from his holy hill. Oh, when you cry with your voice, he's going to hear you. Lord, I thank you today that you hear our cry. You hear our plea. Lord, you are going to save America. I lay down and I slept. You know why? Because it's your fight, God. It's not mine. You want America to be a godly nation. You want to win souls. You want to advance your kingdom. Lord, we're just your servants. The battle belongs to you. I will not be afraid of 10,000 people who have set themselves against me all around. Lord, we're not outnumbered because there truly is more with us than there is with them. And one of us can put a 1,000 a flight and two can put 10,000 a flight. So, Lord, we praise you that we are not outnumbered, but there are many Christians who rise up upon this land and pray and speak your word. Now, here we go. Oh, Lord, save me, oh, my God, for you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone, you have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Ooh, come on, Father. We're just praying for you to give that punch and not the teeth right out of the devil. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people, and Lord, that the people of America would be blessed. See, that's how you make it a, that's how you make it a prayer. Okay, go to Psalms 4. Psalms 4 says, hear me when I call, O God, my righteousness. Folks, listen to me. There is no position to fight, but from a righteous standpoint. It's like I told you, and I've always told you this. If you're walking in righteousness, you don't have to fear evil. It's when you're not doing what God wants you to do and you know you're not doing what God wants you to do. And there's that indecision in you because now you're fighting on two fronts because you're oh, you're right. But when you're in a place where you're just sitting there saying, God, I'm an idiot. You know, I'm an idiot. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I plead, just plead the blood over myself. Forgive, wash me of my sins. I don't want to do wrong. I want to do right. Make my heart yours. That's a great prayer to be. When I got myself out of the discouragement and I, I repented, the first thing I did, I said, God, I'm sorry. I should have never gotten discouraged. Why did I listen to the enemy? Why did I let him get me off? I'm sorry, Lord. I, I, I didn't mean to do that. Don't forgive me. You are great. You are wonderful. You are mighty. And then you know what? You're right back in line and he doesn't remember it. You know, he doesn't say, well, oh, Robert, he'll be good for about another 30 days. You know, he doesn't remember it because we've got to, Stay in that position of righteousness under the blood of Jesus. And I'm telling you, I love it that, man, they're making it so easy for me because all I have to do is stay in the word. I don't have to know how to split an atom. I just have to know what the word says. Oh, let me see. Right here, uh, book of Revelation, it tells me liars go to hell. You have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long, O you sons of men, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worthlessness and seek falsehood? Father, I just pray that people's eyes will be turned off of their selfish and self-centered desires. That, Lord, that they will not be looking at worthless things and falsehood, but they will be looking at you, Jesus, the only true God. that, Lord, you will change their hearts, that their eyes will be opened, and they will see and behold you. But know that the Lord has set apart for himself him who is godly. Now listen to me. This is a word of encouragement to you. Those of you who are alive and hearing my voice right now, that's you, okay? You're not dead. No matter what age you are, you're hearing my voice. You would be alive, all right? And the Bible says in Acts Uh, 27, no, Acts 17, that there is a time and a place appointed for each other, and you were born for this time and this place to be here at this moment at this time. So I guess God says that he's called you and appointed for this time because you're not telling me that God didn't know this was going to happen. So you are the chosen generation to be here in this last days and this last time in what's going on in America to stand up and to fight to defeat it. And that means God believes that you have the ability to defeat it. And so you are not just a worthless person. You are not a foolish person for standing and believing the word of God. But you were called to a time such as this to stand up, to rise up and to be the mouth and the the mouthpiece and the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ on the face of this earth. It says, but know that the Lord has set apart himself who is godly. The Lord will hear when I call to him, be angry and do not sin. Now, that's the one that's catching us. Because we want to be, we get angry and we end up sinning. So how do you sin when you're angry? Okay, there's one thing called righteous indignation where you're just mad at what's going on. You feel this anger. You feel something on the inside because you know it doesn't line up with the word of God. Okay? Anger that leads to sin is when you start thinking about what you'd like to do to them that are doing it. Now you're in trouble. Believe me, I know. I've repented from it many a day. Meditate on your on your heart on your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. For there are many who say, who will show us any good? And people are saying again, here's the same thought. Who's going to show us any good? And I'm telling you, God's going to do something big. Lord, come and manifest in America right now. Let the light of your countenance be upon us. Put gladness back into our hearts, Lord, that In the season that your grain and wine increase, Lord, let us prosper in the midst of the trials and troubles that are going on here. But we're going to lie down in peace and we're going to sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Folks, listen to me. We should not be up at night fretting and biting and chewing their fingernails because once we understand what's going on, we sleep in peace because I'm telling you, no matter what's going to happen, no matter how it's coming down, we win. I've read the end of the book, we win. I've read the end of the book, I'm going to heaven. Hello? I've read the end of the book, the middle of the book, the front of the book, the sides of the book. I've read the maps. I've read everything. And I'm telling you, man, you can't kill me. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to live forever. And so what am I afraid of? Last one, Psalms 9. 9. It says, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise in your name. O most high, when the enemy turns back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. Now, listen to me. You need to be spending time at least a little bit every day on those three days. You need to just be telling God how great he is. That's worship. That's what that's all about. God, you are so great. You are wondrous. You're amazing. For you have maintained my righteous, my right and my cause, and you sat on the throne judge, judging in righteousness. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their names forever. O oh, enemy of destructions are finished forever, and you have destroyed cities. So, Lord, there it is in your own words through David. I just declare, destroy the works of the enemy. Blot their names out forever, Lord God. Rebuke the nations for their wickedness and what they're doing, because, Lord, you judge righteously. But the Lord shall endure forever. He has prepared his throne for judgment. He shall judge the world in righteousness and he shall administer judgment for the peoples in righteousness. Now, here you go. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in a time of trouble. And those who know your name will be put, put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. There it is again. Worship when he avenges blood. He remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the humble. Have mercy on me, O Lord. Consider my trouble from those who hate me. You have lifted me up from the gates of death that I may tell of all your praise in the gates of the daughters of Zion. Do you see what he's saying? In other words, you delivered me from death so I could go praise you at the gates. You delivered me from this oppression so I could go tell somebody else. You delivered me so I can tell somebody else. Always the way God does something. The nations have sunk down in the pit which they made. Oh, are these guys digging a pit. Their own foot gets caught. The Lord is known by the judgments he executes. The wicked is snared in the works of his own hands. Lord, let the wicked be caught by the works of their own hands. Let them be ensnared, brought down, and fallen in the pit that they have made for all of us. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O oh Lord, and do not let man prevail. There you go. Lord, arise right now and do not let man prevail. Do not let the people that have created empires of financial empires and gone out there and think they can manipulate the world. Lord, show them that you are God. Arise in the midst of God. Arise and put them in fear of you, O God. Let the nations know that you are God and you reign and you judge righteously. Amen? Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap, man. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Amen? So listen to me. Some of you this morning, you may need to pull up your bootstraps. Some of you this morning may have got to go find your boots. You've already. And <laughs> listen to this. This is just too. You've already taken your boots off, pulled your socks off, ready to sit around the fire and sing "Kumbaya" with them. And I'm calling you back this morning. You got to get your boots on because we're going to war. Ain't no time sitting around the fire. Isn't it just like the devil? He goes and he torments you forever and then turns around and says, we just need to heal the nation. (laughs) Seriously. Are we that stupid? We the people? Are we the people that stupid? The voice is with y'all. And we're going to have to rise up. Now, I'm just telling you, we're going to start praying like this. We've got got, uh, just a little bit of time. December 8th, is, or 8th or the 10th is what are the 12th. Uh, I understand we have just a little bit of time for some things to be rectified in the federal court system to do some changes. I just know that God is going to pull something off. This is the, the devil is not going to get glory out of this. If not, you know, we proceed to the next step. But right now, this is where I believe what God's calling us to do. We pray and we pull down the principalities. Three times a day, you're going to speak into the heavens and pray. Amen? Amen. And that's where we're going to start our fight. We're going to tell the devil that he is going to to choke on the blood of Jesus. He ain't going to win. He's going to choke on the blood. He hates the blood. He hates the thought of the blood. But I want to tell you something. You're going to make him choke on it? Three times a day. Everybody say three times a day. I'm going to do it. Look at the person beside you and say, you better. And then we're going to take it week by week. We're going to keep edging along in this thing. And we're going to see God move. Amen. Amen. So stand to your feet. Praise God. Give the Lord a hand clap. Come on, Jesus. Lord, we trust in you. We believe in you, Lord. Let me ask some of my prayer team people come down. I want to tell you all something. Uh, Now, am I wrong? Did anybody make an announcement that we're not having Wednesday night service? Okay. And I want to tell you all what we're doing. Because I'm getting ready. And so I need some time for some construction, and I'm gonna, we're going to be redoing the sound booth back there because we're getting ready to put a whole bunch more cameras in and a whole bunch of new lighting, and we're going to go full-blown. We're going we're to shake and bake. Okay? And so it's kind of scary when pastor starts tearing it with a hammer back there about a lot of tender electronics. And so I want to make sure i got the whole week to get everything done and get everything in shape. So we're getting there. And so, we'll be on Wednesday night service, so y'all have a glorious Thanksgiving together. Go tell your people, listen, don't get in a fight with your family over politics. Take it to the word. Just take it to the word. Don't argue. Don't tell them. Don't say, oh, all Democrats are stupid or something like that. Don't do that. You're just going to start a fight. Just take it to the Word. Say, well, let's see what the Word says. Do you believe the Bible's true? Yes, okay, here. Get any translation you want, let's go to it. All right? Be a blessing to your families. All those that are out there that are scared, pray for them. Be the light in the midst of the darkness. That's what we're called to do, amen? And if you're out there watching this broadcast and maybe you just tuned in, you came across it for the first time, I just want you to know Jesus loves you. I, I, I may seem a little wild this morning or a little too forceful for you, but listen, Jesus loves you. He's a loving God and he loves you. And if you don't know him, you can ask him to come into your life and he will. The Bible's real plain. It's real simple. It says in Romans chapter 10, verse nine, if you just would call out on him, he'll answer you. If you just ask him to come into your heart and forgive you your sins, he will. But you have to do that. You have to do that. And so you may need to put down your pride, You may need to put on your selfish ambitions. You may need to take a look at what the Word of God says about you, because I'm telling you, the times are short. Jesus is coming back, and you don't want to miss the boat. So if you're out there, just call out on the name of Jesus. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me in your blood. I believe that you're going to save me right now, and he will. If you're in here, we got prayer team people up here to pray with you. Do not leave this building. If you're not sure you're right with Jesus, I'm not going to give an altar call and try to, you know, get y'all conned into this thing. Listen, this is not a day for pride. This is not a day to be sitting around say, well, I don't know, everybody's kind of looking and I'm hungry and I think the woman's got biscuits at home. You quit it. You're going to go out there and might get run over by a truck. You better get up here and make sure you're right with Jesus. Amen. Yes. So if you're not right with the Lord, we're here to pray for you. Jesus will touch you, save you. Listen to me. There's a battle on, but we're going to win. We're going to stick together. We're going to fight together. Amen? Amen. Look at the person to say beside you and say, I'm with you. Take their hand and I want to pray. Father, right now, I just declare in Jesus' name that you take this message, you sink it into their hearts. I declare, Lord God, let, the, let us begin to hear the war drums. Let us begin to hear the drums, Lord God, from heaven pounding of the war, the coming victory, the coming uh, uh, manifestation of you here on the face of the earth. Lord, I thank you for it. We praise you for it. We praise you what you're going to do, that all darkness is going to be revealed and we're going to see your glory, Lord. Bless them. Give us the words of wisdom to speak to people everywhere we run across in in, in, in this land, everywhere we go, Lord. Let us be blessings and lights everywhere, Lord. Bless their thanksgivings, bless their families. And Lord, we praise you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.